one. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Discover You. We are your host. I am Coach Ant, joined as always with the phenomenal Coach Ashley Harriet, Gustavo's top assistant. Hill, what's going on? What's what, going on, Ash? What's happening? <laughs> Man, everything, everything, everything. So y'all, today we're going to be rocking with a phenomenal topic and something that's near and dear to our hearts, as well as near and dear to the hearts of the people who have taken the diss. We're looking at self-reflection slash awareness. But before we get into that, Ash, go ahead and catch us up. Yo, real quick though. So it was interesting right now because I, I watched you charge yourself up. So let me tell you guys Coach Ann is, uh, you know, straight off that nap ministry. Uh, you know, we're hitting this. Oh, yeah. Unashamed. <laughs> I took around uh, 6, 6.37 p.m. PST. And so uh, and like usually he is just always like hype and he comes with I'm usually the one that's taking waking up from the nap. And then like he charges me up and energizes me with like, you know, what's up? Let's get some gratitudes in. Let's share these wins. And I'm like, man, dude, I'm just trying to getting it together and so um it was it was just interesting to like you know I know you guys can't see it but he uh mm. he was over here charging himself up you know to bring you guys the energy to bring you guys this value mm. and uh I'm here for it that's crazy that's crazy that's exactly what happened I didn't even realize that was that's what was happening yeah but we we probably prepped and we were just chatting and talking and catching up for the spin of like 30, yeah. 40 minutes right before this. And I'm like, my energy levels are so different right now. I'm like, it's a phenomenal place to be right now. Mm, That's yeah. crazy. You have to know it yeah. charges you up for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's super dope. That's super dope. But what's going on with you, Ash? Man, um, you know, just out here trying to just uh, hold it together. You know, trying oh, right there. Ooh, you're right. All right. Let me stop. <laughs> um, Man, right now, probably, I think, uh, four weeks away until graduation. Um, mm. So that's kind of something. That's kind that of a big is. deal. Yeah, it is. You know, getting my master's, I never really had the intentions of getting my master's, nor did I think or believe that I would be getting it uh, one of the first master's in medicinal cannabis science and therapeutics. Mm. And so... I just ordered my uh, my cap and gown and stuff. And so that was something that was, uh, you know, just a, a different kind of energy this week. Um, yeah. Thinking about like the, the ceremony is going to be virtual uh, just because, of you know, everything that's going on even still. Um, but even still, you know, just kind of like tapping into that energy of like celebration and, you know, people who are looking to celebrate me and, mm -hmm. you know, having a, a graduation party uh possibly and it's like I wasn't really thinking about none of that I was just like okay you know this I'm done all right now let's what's next mm. um, so yeah man you know just a different kind of energy and uh getting ready to actually fly out to Chicago uh within a few hours here to go close on uh this other property so excited about that excited mm. to be able to meet my business partners for the first time <laughs> in person shout um, out to Ski shout out to Romney you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been what six, maybe 10 months that we've been in, in business together, but you know, I've known Ski for uh the past two and a half years. And so um, yeah, man, that's a win. But uh what's going on with you other than looking uh well refreshed over there? 
Uh, <laughs> man, I have to make sure to give a, a shout out to the NAP ministry. The NAP ministry has always been good to me, first and foremost. Thank you, NAP ministry. <laughs> um, but sheesh, I, I recently heard, hired on a fitness advisor. He does everything. Man, this individual had this crazy transformation. He, In the span of six months, he, his body just transformed. He was this already a strong individual, but he went to like bodybuilding mode in reference to like, you could see the cuts, you could see the definition, you could see all these different aspects. And back in 2019, he competed and then he won um, his first ever bodybuilding competition. Wow. Right. So of course I want to go with the people who have experience, who have been where I want to go. Yeah. So he's challenging me a little bit. He sent me over the workout program. He sent me over the nutrition program and it's different. Um, stepping into that, not taking caffeine pre-workout before exercising, not mm. doing things of that nature. Like that's kind of tough, especially going to the gym in the morning. I'm like, I need that energy. I need that juice. I need that momentum. It's like, no, you got natural energy. Learn how to use your natural energy. And he's saying that to a high eye, right? That's like perfect at that point. But I'm like, what are you, just let me have my caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right? Can you still have the gummy, the post-workout gummies? Or oh, no? yeah. We, we cut in those post-gummy, post-gummies out completely. Those things are packed with sugar. Oh, man. Man, it's, it's crazy. Um, and he, he has me doing cardio, too. Um, I'm really good about lifting weights, but the, I don't like the cardio piece. It's like the 40 seconds on, 20 seconds or 20 seconds on, 40 seconds off type of thing. Mm-hmm. It kicked my butt today. It's the first time that I did it. Um, and I didn't, I don't know if I like it, but I want the results. You know what I mean? So I have to of do Of course you don't. That- I've never seen you do cardio other than the hike <laughs> that we did where I almost died. Other than that, I've never seen you do cardio. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's, it's moving forward. It's just good to just invest in yourself. You know, that's the that's the theme and the topic that just keeps coming to my mind. It's like I'm investing myself. I'm growing myself, which is something that's really exciting to me yeah. um, in this season. Yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, well, let's go ahead and hop into it. I have a quote of the day for yourself, Ash, as well as our listeners. Right. And it's until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. That's by Carl Jung. I'm going to say it one more time. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life, and you will call it fate. Carl Jung. Right? Go ahead and let that thing just sit, simmer, and start to boil a little bit. But when you hear that, what does that make you think about? Or what does that bring to the, the forefront of your mind, Ash? Um man it just it goes back to you know the subconscious and just essentially like what we're feeding our thoughts with what we're feeding um our actions are allowing our thoughts to feed our actions like everything that we pour into ourselves like when we experience certain things if we're not aware of what it is that we're doing if we're not conscious about it then, you know, we'll think that, oh, this just happened. But mm-hmm. if we're intentional about like, no, man, I just listened to this ETV, uh, ET mm-hmm. video earlier and he was talking about the routine and he was talking about the success in the routine. And if you're doing something for an extended amount of time over and over and over and over again, like you're going to be successful 
Mm-hmm. And so that just kind of um, sparked that that memory there with like, mm-hmm. if this is what you're doing and you're doing it on a consistent basis and mm-hmm. it's then you're then conscious about it, like you're going to attract what you're the results that yeah. you're looking to attract because you're doing you're consciously doing it. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, I was speaking to, I was speaking to somebody this past week and then I was telling him my goal. Yeah. My goal is to weigh 155 at 8% body fat. And he's like, okay, that's nice, but we're not going to focus on that. Right. Because at that point, there's two types of goals. There's the outcome goals and the process goals. The outcome is what the big picture looks like. What do you want that final thing to look like? And then the process goals are what are the things you're doing to get to that point? So if I step on the scale every single day and it's like, it's, it says the same thing every single day, I may get mad at the results that I'm getting, but I never stopped and checked the process that I used to get there. Like, Mm. what does the diet look like? What does the exercise look like? What do those different things look like? And it just makes me think too of, of uncle E like shout out to uncle E shout out to Snooks and Lovey married, hey. married into a crazy podcast. There's some of the most consistent individuals when it comes to this thing. I'm, I'm like, it's crazy how they come out with a weekly episode going live weekly, going on to like clubhouse. They're hiring people to help them with like the marketing and, and restructuring. I'm like, yo, these people are going to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even if the results don't say whatever it is, and they've been progressing forward, right? But they're not where they want to be because they got these big dreams. Like they're constantly pushing forward, you know. And I think there's something special about that. Not just like a one-hit wonder, but a person that's just constantly pushing forward. Yeah, man. And uh, in the video, they talked about you know if you hit a tree a thousand times in a thousand different places, you're not gonna knock over that tree essentially you know you're not going to be making progress because you're all over the place and it's not consistent in the same spot but if you hit that same tree consistently 1000 times in the same spot you're going to have a deeper impact on you know essentially what it is that you're looking to do yep yeah that is deep stuff that is exactly it Yo, and, man that is good man stuff. I, I was just saying i stalled you out on a call this morning and now you over here like just not even man not even with it that's crazy and just just a little bit of context i was i was at the gym this morning coach ash was hosting a call and they called on me to share at that point and then coach ash i'm like i'm running over like let me get to my phone i can't leave that like silence there and coach ash was like Oh yeah, he's just finishing up a rep. Let me just fill it with space. I know someone's supposed to be talking right now. I appreciate you in a major way, right? Absolutely. She come came through in the clutch when it came to that. So absolutely appreciate <laughs> you. All right, but I want to share. I want to share a study with you guys, just in reference to this topic, and then we can just, or we can just start to break it down slash open it up to self reflection and awareness. But this is this is essentially the foundation behind the disc and then like the values, the attributes, which are the next level, right? So the disc is how we behave. And then we start to look at the values of what drives us. And then that though, the attributes are our natural given God given thinking and talents. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a book called what's your genius written by Jay Niblick. And then he did this thing called the, the genius study where he started to see that people were, some people in the workplace were experiencing burnout, unfulfillment, not feeling like they were being used to their maximum. So then they, 
they set out the question, they set out to answer the question, why does some people succeed with so little effort while others don't, right? Some people feel very fulfilled and it doesn't look like they have to put that much into it versus other people. It's like they're busting them, they're busting their butts all day long and the results they're getting, it doesn't look like it's that fruitful. Um, what they're working on, it's, it just doesn't feel like they're feeling complete or fulfilled. So what they did was they studied 197,000 individuals and they're looking for a correlation between their levels of success or their levels of genius slash performance and specific skill sets. And it's crazy. They found two specific things, two specific skills that correlated between these skills as well as a person operating in their genius or taking what's inside of their mind and then bring it to the forefront. They can take what's in their mind and then share it with the rest of the world, whether it's like a song or whether it's a, a paper, or whether it's mathematics, whatever it may be, right? Just out of curiosity for the audience, I'm going to give you guys five seconds, but just think about it. Like, what do you think it is? Those two skill sets that they have and Ash, what do you think it is? Um, well, it's hard to answer without already knowing the answer like I don't want to yeah and I don't want to just say it is like oh yeah I know it you know because I know it all but I don't but um yeah man I think it 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 just goes back to that self-awareness um it's huge being able to identify your strengths and your limitations and it's something mm. that we talk about all the time because it's so important and absolutely. so I think that's one of one of them. I don't know if it's right, even though I know that it's right. Oh, absolutely. You are 100% correct. Phenomenal job on that one. So what they found in the study was that there were two skills specifically that correlated between a person's level of success and fulfillment, as well as these two skill sets. And what they found was both self-awareness and authenticity, the higher that those things are, the easier it is for a person to get results. Right. And self-awareness is the knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives and desires. Very similar to what you had shared, what they're good at, what they're not good at, mm -hmm. as well as authenticity is being genuine. So once you are aware, sticking to what you are aware of and not just defaulting away from it. So yeah. I just want to open this up. Like, what does this mean for the people? You know, we, we talk about self-awareness. We talk about authenticity all day long. And what this means is you have to know yourself. You have to get to understand yourself, the way that you behave. If you speak a lot, find opportunities to speak and to be vocal, to be in front of the crowd. And that also means that if you do speak a lot, sometimes you have to slow it down, right? If you're communicating with other people who don't, who need a little bit more time and time to digest the information that you're putting out there, like you got to slow it down for them for effective communication. Yeah. But man. what I want to, I want to ask you, I want to ask you, Ash, what, what has been the biggest game change in reference to becoming more self-aware, right. And operating that level of authenticity for the people listening, just learning more about yourself, whether it's the disc yeah. values, attributes, or just learning more about yourself by, seeking to be more self-aware and understand yourself more yeah no I was literally thinking about that as you were sharing just in terms of like man where would I be personally and business-wise had 
I'd not had the information that I received from taking the assessment. And I was really trying to think about, you know, my, my mindset, my behaviors and my tendencies prior to taking the assessment and the level of awareness that I had at that time. And, you know, trying to identify like how that correlates to like where I am now, which is uh, literally a game changer. And I think I was um, very in tune to, you know, my natural talents, which is being or having the preferences or the tendencies of a high eye, high flight attendant to where connecting with people, uh, that's something that comes easy to me. And so I was in tune with it. I didn't necessarily understand it as in depth um, as I do now. And also too, that time with, you know, looking to always help other people, looking to, you know, be that support system, not really looking to be, you know, in the front, but more so behind the scenes, really speaking to my high uh, S and grounds crew. And like, I was pretty aware of that. I didn't necessarily know as much in depth or in, in detail, like what that looks like. But I think the biggest thing for me was being able to identify my limitations. So like, I knew that I don't like to write things down. Like I'm not organized. And like, I, I just like forget about stuff. Like I don't pay things on time. Like it was a whole thing. And so like, I knew that these are some challenges or, you know, some uh, trouble areas that I have, but I didn't know how to actually identify them to figure out like, okay, well, this is why, and this is why I don't like confrontation and this is why. And so, yeah, the assessment really, when it comes to the disc specifically, that really allowed me to uh, take things to the next level because now I was more aware. And so it's like, okay, this is one of my limitations. This is one of my blind spots or my gaps. How, when I'm in a situation where I need to activate and leverage this specific behavior, how do I activate that? To what level do I need to activate that? What does that look like for me to be able to get the results that I'm looking for? And so, um, and a lot of times now, I know that that means like I need to delegate this. And so that's what I do. Um, but if I can't, it's like, all right, well, what level do I need to have this in order to get a successful result? Man, that's so good right there. Understand your blind spots, your strengths, um, and starting to take action, correct action towards it. I have to know that your disc assessment, I believe two years ago or one and a half years ago. No, sheesh, I can't believe it's been two years. Yeah, two years ago, you used to be a high I, high S predominantly. And now I believe you're a high D, high I. Almost right? three years ago. I took it in three years ago. That's crazy. I think like right? but there's there's been a shift that's happened with you during this time period. Cause then again, going from IS to ID. So now you're a person who's, you're very enthusiastic. You connect well with people. Um, but instead of playing this background role, you're kind of playing this forefront role where you're enthusiastic and you're leading people and you want to achieve that victory. And I see that in, in multiple spheres. I see that in the way that you're leading like the hosts in breathe university or the mm -hmm. West coast accountability call. I see it like you've taken control of, um, I would say, just based on the way that you talk about it, you're kind of spearheading these real estate things, mm -hmm. right? Whereas like that high I, high S, 
I don't know if the high I high S would be able to do the same things that you've been able to do because mm-hmm. they're not built the same way. Yeah. And I, I, and I think that it actually goes to like getting even more in depth with taking the values assessment because like, yeah, those are my preferences of my behaviors, but what's really is imp- what's really important is to identify like what's driving me. And so being able to understand that I have a high economical and a high political as well as individualistic, it's like, I'm really concerned or I'm really intentional about getting the results and getting a return on my investment, whether that's time, money, energy, what have you. And so, um, yeah, man, I, it's not to say that, you know, the, the IS wouldn't be able to do it, but there would have been certain situations where those behaviors, I'm sure that the situation may have called for a D behavior, but where my D was at that time, I would have, I wouldn't have executed or activated that key. So it may have taken me a little longer. Not to say that it, it can't be accomplished, but it may have taken me a little longer to get to that space. Yeah, that's big. Not just being aware of yourself, but being aware of the surroundings and the way that you need to behave and operate in order to achieve results in that surroundings. I think that's something that's so big. Right, so let's talk about application of it. Because right now, they're, they're, of course, they're hearing about testimonies that people are listening. Um, they heard about a study. What would you say is the practical application um, of this, of becoming more self-aware, of self-reflecting and becoming more aware of self or aware in general? Yeah, I would say identify where you want to go. What's the vision? What's the mission? What's the goal? And then identify where you are. That's good. Because in order for you to get to where you want to go, you have to know where you are. And so when you identify where you are, identify the things that you're going to need in order to get to that space. And so that may be taking the disc assessment. That may be listening to motivational speaking. That may be meditating. Like whatever that, that is for you, identifying that and then putting a plan of action around it and that is so good absolutely right identifying that what you where you are where you want to go as well as the plan that you need to get there i'm going to keep it really simple we need an objective way to examine self or we needed an objective way to examine one of the tricky things that naturally occurs when we're examining self is we have a bias um, when our emotions start to get involved, it becomes like the subjective, subjective um, portion. Mm. And then we can start to justify some things. If we see somebody else doing something, we'd be like, no, that's incorrect. Like you said, you're going to let me take myself. You said that you were going to finish 75 hard in Q1. Right. If somebody else doesn't complete them, like, wait, what happened there? But with mm. myself, I start to justify like, oh, but this came up and it's like, you have to take care of this family member and you had to, um, you had to do this and you had this event and it just wasn't, it wasn't your fault. You know, once it starts to get subjective, it gets and turns into this whole tricky thing. Yeah. But then if you find a way to be objective, right? This is where, this is the point I want to hammer home. That's what I love about the, the disc assessment, the values and the attributes. It gives you something objective 
to examine self with. Like you can look at your, you can reflect at the end of the day and say, man, what could I have done differently? Okay, I could have created a plan prior to heading in. Okay, why didn't I create the plan? Oh, it's because I, I have a low driver when it comes to uh, the structure and I, I don't like sticking to structure. Like, okay, what can I do next time? Versus like, man, my results just weren't good and I didn't, it just wasn't a good day. Like, let's actually take some time to dive deeper into it. Yeah. 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 No, that's a, that's big in terms of, you know, being able to spend time and identify what the challenge is uh, versus, you know, just looking to move on to what is next. Cause oftentimes if you haven't identified it, it could most likely continue to happen and it can continue to be that, that temporary challenge because you haven't identified how to get over it or how to move past it. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it right there. So just as a quick recap, I want to share the quote one more time, right? Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate by Carl Jung. And the study was performed, the study was performed by Jay Niblick. And what they found was self-awareness and authenticity. There's a strong correlation between that as well as the ease of a person succeeding and the level of fulfillment that they experience with what they're doing. Because they know what they want to be doing and they're going to remain true to that opposed to being Shaquille O'Neal and start inside of a, an office doing yeah, data entry, yeah. whatever may, he just wasn't built for it. Yeah. You know, and what that means, the practical application for the audience, the listeners is becoming more self-aware. What coach Ash said was to make sure that you know where you want to go, where you are and start to break down a path in order to get there. And for myself, it's simple. Take the assessment. This values and attributes to start at this because it's easiest to observe the behaviors and reflect back to it, touch base with it on an ongoing basis. This isn't a, a one-time thing. This isn't, this isn't something where you, you buy, it's not something where you just purchase and then you just put it on your shelf and you're expecting it to like seep into you, seep into your mind and your heart, like via osmosis. This is something that's like continuous check-in, a continuous tune-up mm. with everything else. But yeah, well, we're gonna get out of here because Coach Ann is over here all up in my business. How did you know I haven't looked at my assessment in you know quite some time? Oh man, how did you know? Oh man, I'm gonna get out of here before I get in trouble. <laughs> but man, Coach Ash, tell them where they can find you at. They're looking to connect. Yep, Coach Ash at winning the number one.com. That is phenomenal. You can reach me at myexecutioncoach.com. So y'all, thank you as always for tuning in, listening up. So yo, let's go. Let's grow. Blessings on blessings and let's win. Let's win. We will see y'all next week.